I am your host, Carrie Scollin, giving us different perspectives on where we are and where we want to go on our journey. Thanks for being here, and I look forward to spending some time with you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another session of the Founder Series. I am your host, Carrie Scollin, and I have, and I say this every time, but you know, I just have a really special guest on, and I um, I want to introduce Lauren Saunders. She is a business mentor, a manifestation coach. She does she does a ton of things. <laughs> I um, found Lauren a couple years ago, and I just really fell in love with the energy and what you bring. And um, I've learned so so much from you. So Lauren, welcome. Thank you for being here. And I would love to dive in uh, because I know you have so much to offer. So I don't want to waste any more of my time talking. I want to get right into it. (laughs) So welcome. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me, Carrie. I'm really honored. Oh, that's so nice. I So I have done quite a few of your courses Mm -hmm. um, because everything that you talk about, it's just, I think I've said that to you before. I'm like, did you make this course just for me? Because I feel like every single thing that you're offering is like, oh, I think Carrie needs this. I think I'm going to do a course. <laughs> That's what it feels like. That's how much what your work, what you do speaks to me. But I also love how um, real you are and you show both sides of the business and where you're at. And, um, and I think a, the biggest component for me is when you talk about the energy you have behind the offers that you put out and that just really resonates with me. So let's talk about how you got started, where you're at, what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah, Well, I mean, that's honestly the biggest compliment that I could get. And I really worked on my belief systems around the kinds of clients that I attract and every single one at this point, I mean, I've always had amazing clients, but especially it's like, I just attract people like you who just get it. They really resonate with me. They really believe in me. And it's like, it makes me emotional because like I, yeah, I just so appreciate your belief in my work and your investment in it. And, um, but yeah, so my name is Lauren Saunders. I, uh, I'm from just outside of Toronto in Ontario and I used to be a high school art teacher. And then I started my first business as a, a, at-home lash artist because my background's in visual arts. I wanted to make some money on the side of part-time teaching that I was doing at the time. This was in 2015. Um, And that really took off for me. And then I actually left teaching because I was like, okay, I'm really loving this like world of entrepreneurship. And around that same time, or just before that, actually, I really sort of woke up, so to speak, to the world of mindset and manifestation and just this idea that, you know, anything was possible and that we are experiencing a life that is a reflection of us. Um, Obviously, it's, you know, a little more gray than that. It's it's not quite as black and white. It's a bit more nuanced. But if we can align with it, we can create it. Because up until that point, I'd always been someone that loved the idea of just endless possibility, but didn't really believe it was available to me with, you know, my art background. I wasn't a business person at all. Um, but I always had really big ideas. And so I left teaching and I started getting into coaching. I really struggled for the first year <laughs> uh, and was putting things out there that people weren't really signing up for. I was investing a lot of money. And then I started to make shifts that later shaped the entirety of my philosophy as a business coach. And I predominantly work with 
people such as yourself who do, you know, offers, whether that's courses, programs, I know you do some retreats, some yeah. like it's, it's predominantly online though. I have clients that, you know, make it aligned for them. Yeah. And, uh, my brand is the aligned entrepreneur. So I'm all about alignment in your business and every sense of the word, but anyways, so I started actually coaching lash artists, uh, mm-hmm. and that just like totally took off for me. Um, I left, um, actually the lash part of, of, that business altogether. And very long story short, I transitioned over the course of a couple of years into just helping other online business owners. COVID played a role in that, in that like it wasn't as effective to be marketing to lash artists because most of them didn't have businesses anymore, or at least not right. at that point in time. Um, and yeah, it's been sort of a a crazy journey since there. I mean, since then, I mean, I've had everything from huge success in short periods of time and time when I thought I've just screwed it all up and I need to quit because, you know, I've really ridden the the roller coaster and, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, you know, for the most part, I've had a very successful journey and, um, I absolutely love what I do and, and how I help clients in particular is through the ups and downs. I, I think I really understand women, especially in the way that we think and the things that hold us back because I've been through it all and I've worked through it and I'm a big believer in, you know, neuro reprogramming and, um, identity work. I'm also into like quantum physics. I'm an an authentic marketing coach, like you name it, I do it, but I bring it all together to help entrepreneurs build businesses that are really a reflection of them and are very freedom filled both from the financial perspective, but just also from the day to day. And I believe that, our access to success in business or in any capacity for that matter is through honoring ourselves. And this is something that Carrie does so well. You put together just beautiful ideas that are so unique to you. And it's when we feel safe in harnessing and sharing that essence with the world, then we get a reflection that's just so much greater than any strategy could ever allow for. So for me, it's so much about our our relationship with ourselves, and then having the tangible tools to implement, um, you know, to get our work out into the world. But yeah, it's for me, it's so much more about the energy side than the strategy side, but I do help people to bring the the two of them together in a very um, intentional way. (laughs) Well, yeah. And, and that's totally what, what attracted me to your work for sure was, was what you were putting out there, but it was really more of who you were being when you were putting it out there. Right. And just for me, I know that aligned, I know that word. So when, mm-hmm. when you say aligned is, right. are you talking um, just for somebody that might not understand what that is, but that's the yeah. energy. And like, can you explain that a little yeah. bit? Okay. Fantastic question. Cause it actually has a few different meanings. Um, I think the main one for me is the aligned entrepreneur, because that's my my brand, or building an aligned business is one that is aligned with you mm-hmm. specifically. So one that feels good to you, that is authentic to you, that's a reflection of you. To me, that is, you know, the very the most basic level of what an aligned business means. Now, there's a whole other part of that, however, which is being in alignment with the results that you desire to create. And for me, that's about what I call identity work or identity mm-hmm. energetics, who you are for yourself, changing your belief systems about yourself so that you are someone who is energetically aligned with 
the results you desire. So to put that really simply, you can't be focusing on the lack of success in your business and creating success simultaneously. It doesn't yes. work. You're not, yes. you're, you're going to get what you are aligned with. So you're always aligned with something, whether you're aligned with the results you want and the life that you want, or the, yeah. the results you don't have is right. where the work is. Um, yeah. And that's a very sort of like multifaceted nuanced thing, but yeah, so it's kind of two tiered for me in that regard. It's helping people to align with the results that they're working towards so that they can actually receive them and be a match for them, you know, on a frequency sort of energetic basis, but it's also building a business that's truly aligned for you because I just don't believe in any kind of cookie cutter approach or, you know, that it's a, it's a game of just taking someone else's actions and getting their results. It just doesn't work that way. It has to be aligned for you and what works for someone else might not work for you or probably won't work for you because it's, it's not aligned. (laughs) Yeah. And, and I think that's, that's again, just going back to, I think that's just what I loved so much is um, you don't have to follow a certain, you know, it doesn't work anyways. (laughs) Right. Like that. And that's what you taught me was I've got to trust what, what's coming. And and I've had times too, where I've just said, forget it. I'm out. I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. Like I'm not making any progress. I'm not helping anybody. (laughs) And then, so I allow myself that time to just put it on the shelf. And then what happened? An idea comes. I'm like, yeah, (laughs) I really do like this work. Okay. Now I've got an idea. I'm going to throw that out there. Yeah. (laughs) So, so it's just, it's the permission. I think that, that I see, um, that you give people when you're working with them is the permission to just be who they are and try some things. Some will work and some won't, but, but there's no failure in that. Right. And I just love that, that permission slip, that, that freedom and freedom is something that I'm really, um, that is one of my biggest pieces that I want for people and for myself. And I know that's part of your mission too, is yeah. For creating that freedom for people. Well, they yeah. create it themselves. You're just offering them some space. Well, to- and, uh, I actually have a, I had a mastermind called free and it kind of became about, you know, creating freedom for yourself in terms of the branding of it. But initially when I came up with that name, the, the philosophy behind it was in order to access freedom in your external world, you have to feel freedom within your internal one. So the journey of your business needs to feel free if it's going to lead you to freedom. But what we typically do and what we're sort of taught to do is, you know, do the opposite. Um, Do these things that this person over here insists, even though you hate it, Um, force yourself to output like crazy. Don't trust what actually feels good and free to you. Make it look more like it should over here. And so we don't feel free in our businesses. And uh, uh, the only journey that leads to freedom is one that feels free, right? Like, uh, I can't remember. Oh, I've, I've, there's a saying and I'm, I'm bl- blanking on it now, but you know, if we want to end up in a place of joy, we have to follow the path of joy. If we want to end up in a place of freedom, we have to follow the path of freedom. But in business, the work then is about actually, yeah, granting yourself permission mm-hmm. to do that because we're so we're so programmed with rules. And as soon as someone makes it about it, you know what, there's this interesting pattern actually I see and that I've experienced myself, which is for business owners uh, who started just with a, a creative idea. They're like, I started a podcast or 
I started an Instagram account and I was just kind of sharing this thing that I'm really passionate about. And in that energy, they grow this huge audience. You know, they have 20,000 people follow them overnight. It's like fun. It's easy. And then they think, I'm going to turn this into a business. And as soon as they label it as a business, they put rules on it and their their growth either way slows down or altogether stops. And what the only thing that changed was that they started making it work yep. instead of fun. <laughs> yes, that's so true. And, and I think also a piece of that, which again, I don't know how many times I'm going to say love, but <laughs> I love that you, you, um, you have us work on the inner piece so that it can still be fun. But the other piece for me, which I found extremely hard to get over, was exactly that. I want to give everything for free. Mm. But that also does not help the people that I'm helping. No. Right? And that's, I had to understand that, that that's, that's not, people aren't buying into something or engaging when it's, when it's always free. Yeah. Because... They, they don't take ownership of it, for one thing. Yes. And the other thing I, I really have come to understand is I, I had to work on the part where I felt worthy enough to accept and receive money for what I was putting out there. And yeah. people, when they're investing in coaching, they're investing in this. That was a really hard thing for me to do, too, because I'm going to pay somebody, but I have to feel worthy to pay somebody, too. Right. So it was a whole mind shift that you helped me with in you are providing a service. When you go to a doctor, you go to a dentist, they provide a service, you pay them, you're happy to do that. You're healthier for it. Yes. And I had to wrap my head around, okay, I want it to still be fun, but I also want to show them that I'm worthy of it, as are they. Oh, there's so much to say on this. And I'm a big fan of human psychology and understanding people and where they're coming from. And I think that's, that, that makes up such a huge part because as soon as you said that, you know, I want to give everything away for free. I thought, you know, I know that you've done this work, so you have this awareness yeah. and you've shifted it, but I, yeah. I thought, well, where are you wanting to give it away from? Is it because I really, I over deliver with my clients all the time. Right. I am always like, I'm super active. I give out extra coaching calls and stuff just because I want to. But I'm very aware of the fact that that is not coming from any kind of place of me wanting to be liked or me trying to feel, you know, like someone is happy with their investment in me. It's it's because I just enjoy it. Whereas earlier in my business, it was from like a people-pleasing space, yeah. right? And so I give all kinds of things out for free, but I'm aware of where it's coming from. And a big shift um, that I'll share with your audience in case we have any people that are entrepreneurs and maybe dealing with this is I really believe that me offering something at a price point, say it's a coaching package or something like that, um, that is a bit out of someone's comfort zone. That is a massive service to them. And especially if you are a coach, if someone is paying you because they desire a transformation that they believe you can help them with. Yeah. And who would I be to say, yes, you want this transformation, but I'm going to allow you to stay in your comfort zone as you're entering into that. Like I'm already setting them up for failure. I yes. want it to be uncomfortable for you to say, you know what? I'm worthy of this for myself because yes. there is a transformation just in that transaction and they've already stepped into a new paradigm of possibility. So me giving someone 
something for free or massively discounting something, I am I am already making those people smaller than they actually are. And that's the opposite intention of what my work has. So yeah. this whole thing around charging what you're worth and like, what what is your client worth? What are they worth in investing for themselves? Like yeah. ask yourself that. It's not really about you at all, yeah. right? So this is the kind okay. of work, like I love that you brought that up because yeah. this is the kind of work that I specifically help people with. And I'm a big believer too in like the nervous system side of things and the ways in which we kind of subconsciously sabotage out of a desire for safety. Um, I just love it. It's <laughs> yeah, but that, perfect. Example. That is, and, and, and it's, and it's work, right? I mean, it, this is something that oh, yeah. I practice. <laughs> I mean, when I charged a certain amount for the retreat, it was, and I kept having to up my price because I just wasn't making anything. There it was barely covering the cost, but, as, but as soon as I upped the price, then I added more gifts. <laughs> It was just every time I did that, I'm like, you know, I laugh at it now because why was, where was that coming from? I wanted them to make, I wanted them to feel that they were getting value, even though the value I was bringing was already massive just the weekend, but it was like, I've got to add more. I've got to add more. And now I'm stepping back from that and going, I know the value is there. And I had to get to that place. You yeah. Know, and, and and it takes it takes the inner work to do that. But the way that you got to that place is by making those decisions from a space maybe of scarcity. So like okay. it's there's nothing wrong with if you gave away three years worth of coaching, like that served you at the time, right. even if it was coming from a place of not believing in your value. Like it's fine. I just don't think we can ever screw it up. So if you gave away everything for way too little money. Well, that's all a part of your evolution. And it's not so much just uh, sometimes, actually, most of the time, we really need those stepping stones. We need the time when we over-delivered and then went, you know what, I'm actually, my time is worth this money. I don't need to overcompensate, but it's fine that I did what I did to learn that, right? So it's beautiful. I would see that as a very abundant thing that you did for people and the lesson that it brought you. Yeah. It it did. And, and I just, I mean, we, I know we already touched on this, but it was the worthiness piece. And I know that when I invested in you, that was a big thing for me. That was yeah. um, like, Oh, like what, what if I, what if I don't do anything with it after I take it or, and then yeah. when I let that go, it was like, well, that's up to me, but I am worthy of yes. receiving some, you know, education or some. It's so I, well, yeah, I love that. And look at the ripple effect it's had. Look at the the people that have come into your courses and your retreats and the women. And you don't even know that potentially has reached a million people at this point through it rippling out, you know, to like you just you telling me what what you've been up to with your retreats in the last little while before we got on. I'm sure that has been shared with so many people that you don't even know. Right. So it's like often the in my experience, the best way to feel worthy is to take yourself out of it. Like. You yes. are, of course, you're worthy. Look what you're right. doing right. here. Yeah. Um, but I think the worthiness thing comes up a lot. And I'm actually not the coach for worthiness specifically. But I will say that um, because I always kind of just had this inherent belief that like, if I'm here, then I'm worthy of what I want. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, that's a privileged place to come from because I have a very beautiful family that always made me, you know, everyone's yeah. got their own their own journey. But I will say that my 
worthiness comes from repeatedly viewing myself through the eyes of what I would call source or the universe. It's like, how does yeah. the universe see me? Is the universe like, well, Lauren, you're only worthy if you post on Instagram three times a day. Of course <laughs> the universe isn't thinking that, right? That's ridiculous. Yeah. So over the last couple of years, especially, I've really, I've always come back to, well, how does the universe feel about me in this scenario? It just wants to like rain down abundance on me, right? Yes. Like, yeah. So it's repeatedly coming back to that view rather than society's view of what makes us worthy and programming my subconscious with that, where I actually believe I'm worthy of like literally anything that I want, but I did have to do that, that work for sure. Yeah. And, and I believe that, I mean, that's what I think now too. I'm like, Oh, like bring it on. Like I deserve it. I'm worthy. Of course you do. And it's just like, that's what I want everybody to feel like. So That is the energy I'm coming from when I'm putting things out there. It was like, exactly. yeah, you are totally deserving of this and you're worthy of it. And if if you handing me money helps you see that, that's good. Well, that's but like a gift that you It is a that. gift. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I've often yeah, said my, my pricing. Yeah. Sorry. Um, no, go ahead. My pricing is as much about my client as it is about me, if not more about them in terms of the you know, the opportunity I'm providing them with. But also I think I really, really believe it's more than a belief. It's a knowing that if we want a happier world, we have to create happiness within. If we want a more worthy world, we have to create worthiness. But there is just no way in in any paradigm or in any parallel universe universe that exists that we help someone else feel more worthy by by, you know, withholding worthiness from ourselves. That just makes absolutely no sense. So in my mind, everything that I've allowed myself to step into in terms of something like worthiness or receiving, that is the best thing I could possibly do for the world at large, for the other women around me, for my clients. If I'm being it, they're a thousand times more likely to be it or to give themselves that permission to. So sometimes doing it from that perspective of like, how is this serving others actually is, you know, a way that can help people kind of give themselves permission. So, yes, I agree. Now I want to touch on a couple of things um, because our time always goes by so fast and we've only got like less than 10 minutes left, which I'm not Um, in any rush. So if you want to stay here, yeah, perfect. Um, So I, I, one of the big things, um, that I know that you do with um, Zoe as well is the quantum creation. Mm -hmm. Can we just touch on that a little bit? Because people have heard the law of attraction secret. That's probably the first thing that gets people into it. I think I've heard that from most people. I'm one of them as well, but I do know that um, there's pieces missing in that, in the secret for sure. I would love for you to talk a little bit about that. We know Anybody that knows me knows that I'm a huge Dr. Joe fan, Dr. Joe Dispenza, and I know you are as well. Um, So yeah, can you just, let's just talk a little bit about the difference or, you know, creating in the quantum, which sounds way out there for a lot of people, but but I am all here for it because I love this stuff. Yeah, I (laughs) am. Oh my God. I've never considered myself a fangirl of anyone (laughs) except for Dr. Joe. Like I'm the opposite of like, Oh my God. But when doctor, I would, yeah, (laughs) I love Dr. Dispenza. He's changed my life so many times. So much of what I understand and know to be true has come from his work and his books and his meditations. Um, but 
there is something that he talks about in a number of his books. And since then, I've read about it in all kinds of places. I've implemented it. I've taught, created a whole course around it called quantum creation. And it's really, I have a, a term in my business I use, which is the the work behind the woo, or sorry, the science, the science behind the woo. Yes. Which from, you know, from a neurological perspective, understanding the brain, understanding our body chemistry, the nervous system, it just, I love it so much. I love empowering people with actually knowing, you know, this is why we're implementing this mindset practice. This is how it's going to work. And with Mm -hmm. manifestation, it really didn't work for me consciously until I understand what is called quantum creation, which is the quantum physics behind manifestation. And I actually believe that attraction is a very small part of it. And I'm much more of a believer in what we call creation. And to, I mean, we have like a whole five week course teaching the quantum physics behind manifestation, but it's essentially understanding the innate um, properties of the atom of our world on a subatomic level. So the building blocks of this thing that we call physical reality and how it is that atoms behave in accordance with human consciousness, essentially. And it's incredible. Like once, if you've really understood it, you never look at the outside world the same again, because what, what quantum physics has proven and it's, it's growing ever. I mean, this stuff is starting to win Nobel prizes just in the last year. Um, but the human consciousness or the observer as quantum physics, um, calls them is intrinsically tied to the physical nature of our reality. So to really sum it up, and I know it like it's so it sounds so out there, but you can uh, you can yeah. look at all of these proven to really sum it up. The thing that you're looking at right now doesn't exist in the physical realm unless you yourself are looking at it. It exists in what we call the quantum field, which is like a non-physical, it's like the ether, like it's it's the non-physical world or or dimension that is beyond the 3d one. So (laughs) I know I just said a whole bunch of things there, but essentially it's just, it's just understanding diving into If People wanted to get into this. I recommend searching something called the observer effect or the double slit experiment, which is just really understanding how intrinsically tied we are to the nature of this reality and how everything we look at gets changed because we are looking at it. And when you really start to understand it, like we are, every single one of us is godlike. Like we are so beyond powerful, but we live in a world that has taught us otherwise because there's profit in people that believe they need, you know, they need jobs and they need a certain, like that they're limited. We're we're taught limitation. We're taught to ask for permission to use the bathroom from like you know, our earliest memories. And so when you actually really start to break it down, you just like, I really stopped watching the news because I thought I'm not going to give my creative power to any narrative that I don't want to see more of in this world, because that's how powerful my observation on something is. So anyways, it, 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 the reason I'm so passionate about it is because it comes with a whole different set of rules, so to speak. Um, Attraction has people really get in their head. They're always watching their every thought, their every emotion. They think that it one bad thought is going to manifest something horrible happening. And in my experience, it can actually really lead to mental health like struggles because you're so like worried about your own doubt or your own anxiety. 
creation is much more sort of liberal. It's like, you know, Mm -hmm. 10 minutes a day, visualize what it is that you want. You are literally turning those atoms from their waveform into their particle form. <laughs> I don't yes. know how to make it any more like, you know, like. Well, let, let's and, let's make it something that they can take away. Yeah. Just as absolutely. A, uh, so you talk about doing the visualization in yes. your head, even even if it's like they. I think you called it like a little mind movie, and it can yeah. be for a short amount of time, but you're visualizing what you yes. want to create, right? Yeah. So, so for you some just people, do a that, quick little rundown of and they can take. I that. know. I like. I mean, I can just go off on that hill and die on it. Um, <laughs> I love it. Too. I could do, <laughs> but but yeah. So really, like for some people, they don't really care about understanding the science. They're like, great, just tell me what I need to do. Yeah. Ten minutes a day of visualizing yourself in your desired reality, whether that's a relationship or a certain you know amount of money or your business taking off. Um, and really practicing detaching from how you think that's supposed to happen, like not assigning that reality coming from any one, you know, avenue will have it happen sooner rather than later in your physical world. And this is how I've created literally everything in my entire life that I've consciously created. I would have a five to 10 minute visualization session every day. That was maybe just like a 10 second loop of like. Like I visualized certain conversation, like little pieces of conversations I would have with my significant other that for me represented this connection that I was calling forth with someone who could really hold space for, you know, conversations like this one and for who I am. And I just, I would play that over and over in my mind. And almost a year ago now, I met that exact man (laughs) and uh, in my business, you know, I things really take off when I visualized myself in Italy and I was walking through the streets of Rome and I was making money on my phone. This was before I'd really made any money in my business. And it was just a 10 second loop. And I just played it over and over. And in about, within about six months, I was doing like, I don't know, six or seven K a month in my coaching business and was able to like, so I could, I have so many of these 10 second visualizations. I think the most important part is to um, put yourself in first person. So have your phone involved or a mirror that you're looking into, or I visualize like the steering wheel on my car when I wanted to manifest it. Um, and just have it be five, 10 seconds long, play it over. I like to listen to like meditation music for 10 mm-hmm. minutes and that's, that's it. That 10 minutes a day that can completely change your life. Is there, um, is there a feeling you need to attach to that as well? Uh, yeah, or- definitely. You're just wanting a visualization that allows you to assume the feeling that, so like my boyfriend's a good example, because I was very clear that the emotion was like, I was looking for my best friend. I was looking for this level of ease that I had never experienced in the area of like romantic relationship. Um, so I would tune into that feeling when it came to like my business, it was a feeling of pride. Like I got myself here. I did this, you know, I created this kind of freedom for myself. So I would definitely look for just, even if it's one or two emotions and Find a visualization or a scene, a mind movie that evokes that emotion within your body as much as possible. Love that. Okay. I've got to, I've got to close us off. Okay. Uh, Stay on for the next 30 minutes. Um, Thank you for all of you who are watching the replay or here with us live. And uh, as, as you always know, we will see you next week and you are more than enough as is. Uh, thank you, Lauren, so much for being here and um, all the information that you're sharing with us. I just love it. So I will, um, we'll see you next week.